Welcome to Warnounds, a privateer press podcast hosted by Line of Sight. I'm Locke, he's Caster, and today we're talking about the new year, but I plan on getting off track. Hello, and welcome to War Nouns, episode 54. And, uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been interesting as of late. So, um, we have kittens, so if you hear any mewing or meowing or... Um, it's on my shoulder. <laughs> any random, ow, crap, what was that, or anything like that, yeah, that, that's, that's kittens for you. And its claws are in my neck. Yeah, we, we, we have one on Locke's shoulder here. So, yeah. Anyways, um, welcome everyone. I hope the uh, new year is treating you well. Uh, locally, it snowed and now it's flooding, but, you know, that's kind of how it is this time of year for a lot of people. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, yep. This is uncommon for us, where I assume it's common for other people. Yeah. It's in my hair. It, oh, it is in your hair. Okay, that's the thing. So, um, yeah, uh, let's go ahead and start off, since it's war announced, let's talk about the news. Um, first off, the card database has received uh, an update. Finally, I mean, they have been working on it, but now, now they're, you know, just yesterday, they actually stated their progress. So, um, at least first time I had seen it, maybe they'd done it before. Where we're at at the moment, as of the end of the year, Signar is about 80% done. Uh, solos and casters are remaining, so all the units and jacks are done there. Uh, Protectorate is about 99%. They're, um, I'm assuming, proofreading that. Don't know. Uh, Kador, 100%. Crix, 100%. Grimkin, 100%. Legion, 100%. Trolls, also 100%. And Retribution is a approximately 80% there they're just missing the jacks so they are making progress they're making headway um so that's that's good that's that's very good um good on pp to get that much done so far uh hopefully we'll have this all done by the end of january um next up i'll go ahead and state uh i am still making progress on the thousand cities era for the lore nouns episodes i know it's not really privateer press news but it's us news uh and oh okay um we are let's see here i have the majority of it down i'm right now working on um some dragony things over in the scarred isles and then uh, nailing down all the bits of lore I can find on the actual um, Marwan and Thamorite uh, Rebellion uh, and uh, their march on uh, Caspia. So once I have those two bits complete, then that'll, that'll be complete and we'll be able to record that episode. We should also talk about Us News. Yes. So, Us News. Caster has gotten a different job. I have. And he will be working nights. And so for the first little bit in the new year, and um, because of his crazy schedule um, and our inability to get a babysitter, yeah. um, 
I will be staying home with our brood. Yep. So um, we don't know how that's going to affect the show, but we're still going to try to keep it going and, and all that other good stuff. Yes. we Potentially we might drop from doing uh, once uh, – we, we haven't really been doing once a week for a little bit now, but we'll, we'll be doing at least two episodes a month, hopefully three um, is my – outlook on it but i i haven't started working officially that new job still in the orientation paperwork all that sort of phase so um we won't really know precisely how it's going to shake out until that you know i get actually working so if you don't hear from us for a little bit we're still here uh just might take us a few uh, a little bit longer to get each episode out yeah. yes Licking my hair. <laughs> it is. It's. It's really likes your hair. So yeah. Anyways, um, let's see here. Moving on. Next bit of privateer press news, and this is this is the big one. And and you've already heard this elsewhere, but we're gonna rehash it a little bit over here. Yeah. Um. Basically, is Fay Repas the uh or Repas. I think it's Repas. Uh, the lead designer who took over for, uh, for Hungerford has left Privateer Press on um, either New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, somewhere around that uh, time frame there. Yeah. We do not know what this means for Privateer Press. We don't. Um, we have received confirmation that she went to work for Broken Anvil which is where Hungerford and two or three other Privateer Press core staffers went. So Hungerford left and then poached all his other staff? Um, either some of them went before him or yes. I, I don't know on the, the timing on that. I was going to say, that's a bit of a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit. Uh, Faye stated that the offer she was given was too good to pass up. Mm. Um, I don't falter for that sort of thing. Um, it does leave Privateer Press in a bit of a precarious situation. A pickle. A pickle? Yes, a pickle. But I'm yeah. watching too much kids TV. So, um, yeah, we don't really know. Uh, we do know um, it has been stated, and uh, I don't know if it's confirmed or not. You can ask him yourself. Line of sight, Jaden. Uh, someone was asking what Privateer Press is going to do, and Jaden stated that um, at the moment, Privateer Press is not intending on filling that position. Uh, and people are like, what? How do you know that? And he goes, well, I'm the source. I applied for the position, and they said, no, they're not, they're not going to fill it at the moment. So either they are going to restructure uh, the way they do things, uh, like a corporate restructuring and whatnot, or they've already decided to put someone in that spot, which could be uh, Matt Wilson or it could be Jason Souls. Uh, those are the two people who have been with the company the longest at this point um, that both have development experience within that company already. I don't know of anyone else they would fill it with. I mean, with a name like Jason Souls, I mean, that was just cool to say. <laughs> it is and he's I mean I've been going through the no quarters recently I'm cataloging all of the um, lore bits and the whatnot he is. he's doing he's, this for fun 
Yeah, yeah. Well, also, I'm, I'm learning a bunch of different stuff and whatnot, but the reason why I bring it up is Jason Souls is mentioned a lot in the first, like, five or eight issues of No Quarter. So he's been around we a We found long out time. that they released a War Machine comic, and if anybody knows, has it or knows where to get it, we're in the market. <laughs> the uh, Warcaster Chronicles, as it's called, and it covers the Lion's Coup, three issues were planned uh, in no quarter number seven. It was either six or seven that they stated that. Uh, and they, There's even pages of the comic in that no quarter. It's like two or three pages. We want the comics. Because and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this officially, here at Warnounce, we're big fans of Leto. Yes. We love, we love Leto. Bring back Leto. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll get me on a tirade. Oh, yes. All right. Let's not do that. Yeah, so... so <laughs> Kester and I, we talk about War Machine. Not just here for the podcast. Not just, you know, when we play it. But when we're just by ourselves. At lunch, we spent all of lunch talking about themes for its scorn. For an off-faction. For his off-faction scorn. Yeah. The color themes. Color palettes. That sort of thing. We, we and... spent almost... All of lunch, like 20 to 30 minutes, just talking about this. Yes, when we weren't telling our children to stop, don't do that, sit down, whatnot. We were talking War Machine. Yeah. So it's it's a big part of what we do. And, um, I mean, that's... Okay, I, I, I have to bring it up because it, it, it bugs me. I haven't read it yet, um, so I don't know fully what's going on. But the little bits and pieces I'm getting about what's going on with the retribution and the current lore is like, why? Literally, I'm prepared to go light something on fire. <laughs> I, I like to set things on fire. <laughs> I, I, my standpoint is I kind of get it. I can I should probably explain what this is. So, in 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 the bits of lore and the big grain of salt here. Okay, again, okay, I have not read this. Spoilers, I guess. Spoilers, if you don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to summarize this for you. So, with the Borders and um, Beyond release for the Iron Kingdom, it has come to light that apparently um, Gorshade, who was forgiven, has now gone back to being a lich. Or, not not a lich, an, an eldritch. El eldritch. An eldritch. And apparently he's eldrifying um, more of the retribution, which I find to be complete and utter BS because there's not just one god, there's two gods there now, and Nisser spoilers and Nisser pays attention to his people yeah we, we don't know if the Nisser involved or not we do know that the there's some sort of civil war or coup or something like that all the warcasters mm. start battling and those that survived are now eldritch we, we that's supposedly what happened which and is stupid like, and I'm prepared oh. to set things on fire again I need to read it so you know, I mean, it's go. not even officially out yet. Well, no, no, they they pre-released oh. that. I I downloaded it. It's on my computer. I just haven't read it because I'm not paying attention to Requiem you right know, now. Not not yet. Versus the, we're all in in like like the pre history the the yeah like the prehistory and yeah. and, all, and all that stuff. The thousand, everything I've I've. You're distracting me, kitten. It, it's uh, trying to fall asleep, but it's also falling off when it does so. Okay, here, here, I'll, I'll remove it so it can sleep on the floor. Ah, ah, it's a part of my shirt. I got it. I got it. Ah, no, now it's clawing me. Crap. <laughs> okay. Okay. Down you go, kitten. Go, go find somewhere to sleep. All right, but so like 
I don't know. And and from what lore I know from the books that we have, we had a bunch of War Machine stuff for Christmas. I need to post pictures of them on oh, Instagram. Yeah. yeah, you do. Um, you know, from from what I know from like the books we have and everything like, thing like that, like the lore up to about two to five years ago, no, probably like two to three years ago, was really good. And then something happened about two to three years ago that just sort of derailed everything, and it became a lot of this is happening because I say so. Yeah, I, it's like somebody has an idea and decides to make it canon without ever thinking of the consequences. Which I I don't know. I know they put production. We don't know their their production cycles. We we know it's at least two years out that they plan things because it takes that long to you know improve concept rules all that sort of stuff. But it's like they they came out with Grimkin. And I don't. Then, then and it why was would Infernals. they? Why would they be so mean to the retribution? I don't. I mean, and I don't know. I already thought Gordshade being um, saved, being forgiven, was was BS, and now it's even more BS. It's just like it, it's it's. I I'm having trouble. Okay, so we had this conversation the the other day, and, and I'm gonna bring it up again here. I'm having okay. trouble suspending my disbelief. Yeah. I'm I'm losing I'm I'm being pulled out of the story. So, um the the example I have um where this happened to me in in the biggest the most where where I noticed it fully was um The Martian by Andy Weir. Um so I've seen the movie, really good. Um and I think I think they 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 they, they take a lot of stuff out of the book. Like they they remove it from the movie, which I think really helps the movie. But um in in the book um, and, and light spoilers, that there's a lot of bad stuff that happens to him in the book. And it gets to the point where it just starts feeling unrealistic. And, and, and I, 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 I hung on with all the bad stuff that happened to him, all this, you know, stuff that just seems a little bit too, you know, coincidental. Help me. Co- coincidental or yeah, forced. Thing. Yeah, you know, I... It, it was, I was I was on with the sandstorm that happens where he almost gets lost in the sandstorm and he manages to get around it, all that, and then then it gets to the part where and again I state spoilers where he's going down um, the ramp this the, the ramp is sand and, and it gives way and his vehicle falls over and at that moment right then I was done like I finished the book but I was taken completely out of the book my my my, my Suspension snapped and my disbelief fell on the floor and I was done. It, it just, it, I, I go, this is just a, a work of fiction. I, this could never happen. This is kind of stupid. You know, that right there just took, took me out of the book. And, and what's happening in the story, I, like, I understand it's a fantasy story. So you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit higher. And, and, and I'm okay with that. And, and everything like that. But they just, they're pushing me. They're pushing me a little too far. Yeah. I'm... They're, they've put too much weight on my suspension of disbelief, and it's about ready to snap and fall off. I, I, I don't. And that's just that's just what what's going on with the. Um, I mean, that's not including all all of Oblivion itself, which I have a little bit of issue with. Um, what what lot, as many of you may have gleaned, but not a lot of you perhaps realizes. Locke here has spent a lot of time watching movies, reading books, and when it comes to story and whatnot, plus plus you did plays and whatnot, uh, you you have 
Um, that, that I, I have like no degree. I just this, this is my own personal opinion. Yeah, like, you, you, you I pick started, up on that. We watched the movie the other day, and I just told you the whole plot and walked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you do that all the time. Like, like the, movies we, I've never seen. I go, well, that's it's, the, it's the, five to ten minutes in, and she's like, oh, this happens, this happens, then probably that happens, and then this is the result. And it it almost always is very very close to that. It's like there was an extra surprise, or she's like, oh, that th- this twist is going to happen, or they're, they're going to say this that. Or that person there, yep, that that's the person you need. Yeah, nearly every time you nail it. And so when it comes to storyboard, yeah, you, you not, not all the time. Not necessary necessarily with um, certain mysteries. Sometimes those those trip me up. It's, okay. it's not it's not necessarily like mysteries and that kind of stuff. I can't always tell you who who done it, but I I can tell you because story beats have stories have beats. They have plots. They have arcs. They have things. And and yeah. sometimes if you can you can look for the traces and tell what it is. Yeah. Well, there's only so many different ways yeah, to tell I know. a story. Go on with your so point. Sorry, you, you, you're just really good at picking out those elements. And so when you when we get heavily into the lore of this, there are, there are arcs, there are story beats, as you call them and whatnot, in the lore of, of uh, the Iron Kingdoms, of War Machine. That, that's, you know, that's how you tell a story. And you're very good at being able to see the overarching picture much more than I can. I, I look for the fine details in the moment and, you know, let the story expand. You like to know the ending before you start when you can. Sometimes, yes. So um, you're able to kind of, you know, again, pick up on that. Um, so I, I don't know. We, again, we haven't read that bit of lore. Um, but getting back to the point is it, it does seem like the story is going in this particular direction. And Oblivion... It... <sighs> I don't know. Well, I do have to say this about Oblivion. Whether you feel it's forced or not, or whatnot, or maybe the timing wasn't the best, it does ha- it has done one thing very, very good. Um, we don't know what the hell's happening. No, no one in the game knows what the hell's happening, like the characters. And we as the players are like, well, but crap, now what? One, one thing that, that concerns me, because I, I don't know who's in charge of the story over at Privateer Press. But um, should be Doug Seacat, I think. Whatever. Um, one thing that, that that does concern me is is with the Hungerford yeah. and Faye yeah. and those people had been setting the road, the roadmap for Privateer Press or for War Machine and Hordes for a while now, and yeah. now that they're gone, they can't. Imp- they 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 they've, they've left us. They've left us in a state where nobody knows what's going on, and then they've left. So whoever comes in next, it was, might not have been part of that 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 row, or you know, might not have been helping making that roadmap, and now they're left with this basically just crumbling Iron Kingdoms. And I mean, what are you supposed to do from there? Matt Wilson, I think, would be the only person turned to then because he's the person that you you they would go to with their ideas and get the yay or nay. Hungerford was very clear on that. That was the process. Mm-hmm. Hungerford to come up with an idea to progress things or which characters, I, I guess, to uh, that, that part may, may not be true on which characters to focus on, but, you know, ideas for models and this and that and bring it up to Matt and be like, hey, I want to do this, I want to do that. And then, you know, will somebody give the, the yay or nay? Uh, or say, yeah, that's fine, but change this or, you know, that's great, let's ship it. So he's the only other part of that checks and balance system that's why my initial thought would be that he might step into that role. Because basically, they they 
They destroyed the Iron Kingdoms as we know it. Yes, it is dead. And and they literally broke it and then all ran away. <laughs> Which makes me very uh... pissed off. Thank you very much. But still, you know. And Faye didn't really get a chance to do much more other than the point drops. Yeah. We don't know what else was in the works, but that's the only thing, the only project that was 100% Faye. Nothing else that I'm aware of, at least as far as War Machine is concerned, was exclusively Faye. It was all finishing up Hungerford. And then left before fin- starting project number two. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a very interesting place that Privateer Press is starting off 2022. And the, 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 the whole mm, lore and the, the introduction of the Orgoth and all that other stuff. Speaking of the Orgoth, if they're coming in... So, so we, we, we know that there's going to be a time skip. That they, hmm. They've stated that some amount of time is going to pass. We, we don't know how long. I can't imagine it being more than five years because just too much happens in five years. So it's probably going to be like two. Well, we three don't years. know what the, whoever's in charge of the story is doing. True, true. They can they can go nope. That's twenty years in the future. And then you're like, well, what happened in the twenty years? Nothing. And you're just like, great, thanks. Warcasters went to work, went home, bought groceries, and you know had dinner. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 we, clearly, whoever is in charge of the store or. At least some of the stories, because a lot of this comes from the Hingehold Scrolls, which I think has done more damage than good, but, you know, whatever. I have not read the, the newer Hingehold Scrolls, because I, 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 I like things know. to be complete before I, I start. Yeah, he does. He won't, he won't, like, he won't watch a new television series and, until it's completed. Or at least it's so many seasons in, in advance that by the time I start it, it should be finished. And then usually it's not. But, you know, sometimes I just wait. So yeah, you and, still haven't finished Vikings. No, I still haven't finished Vikings. I, I'm on season five. He's waiting for it to end. It's it's supposedly done now. I haven't checked on it because you know it takes so long for those type of shows to finish. Mm. Years. Okay. Anyways, so <laughs> um, yeah, the the Henchhold Scrolls. Once the second part completes, then I'll go through and read it. Um, but that's just how I enjoy doing things. But uh, I mean, with the Orgoth coming. The, the time skip happening, I... Could, to be completely honest with you, it's just, it's too much. We just had an invasion. We don't need a second invasion. Maybe, maybe that's why they're going to do this, the, the time skip. They're going to be like, and, and, and the Iron Kingdom sorted itself out while you weren't looking, and now the Orgoth. You know what? You know what? You... Okay, I'm going to go out on a limb here, all right? So just bear with us. What if, instead of a second invasion, they, they, they set the stage where, like, um... <laughs> so we, we, we know that Vladimir had a kid. By the way, what what the heck was up Why with... Why does everybody have daughters? As someone who is a mother of three sons, why does everybody have daughters? Everybody got daughters. Kane's got a daughter. Um, Vlad's got a daughter, which... So, okay. I, I love you. I love how you know that's where I was going with that. <laughs> also, okay, so, Vlad had this daughter, right? With Sorcerer, right? Yes. Whole big thing. It was in the first Henshold Scrolls, if you missed that. By the way, when the hell did, when did Sorcerer have time to have a child? And when did that child grow up 
old enough to be able to walk on their own. At least to, to you know, I could be wrong. Please point me out if I'm wrong. But I'm pretty darn sure it says in the Henshold Scrolls that she, she walks across with the others. So she's old enough to walk, well, like I two mean, or three. Um, well, no, um, um, our gremlin walked about okay, seven so, months. Okay, so, so she's seven months to a year. Yeah, but if, if, if that's the thing, if that's the thing, if she's seven months to a year, Sorsha has been in that power armor for like two Something like that. Yeah. So how did she have a baby belly in that? Because trust me, no matter what you men think, women get big. Well, I mean, have you seen the butcher's armor? It's power armor and he's got a big belly. <laughs> well, you think he, he borrowed him. And like, I don't oh. know. But it, okay, so so back, back to the point I was going to. So she had. And when did they have time to make the baby? That aside. Maybe the Empress was in the other room. <laughs> no! Remember, I, I I distinctly remember you or um person who we don't have a secret code name, um, Z. 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 Yeah. One of you two was telling me about how um the Empress was um the Empress and her people were so afraid of, of the two of them making a super magic baby that they were keeping them under eyes and separated for a yeah, long no, time. Yeah, no, she the Empress was keeping a very close eye on that relationship. Yeah, like so I mean, did they like it, they were being watched. Yes, constantly. Yeah. So I I don't When? But when did they make the baby? She, and she thought she, he was dead she for a while. Tripped and fell down uh, into a into a, a, a slew or something. He tried to catch her. Oh my, it failed. He goes over to, and everyone just didn't happen to see that at the moment. They're like, this is our five minutes. We better hurry. And she's like, wait, what? Oh, okay. I've com- we've completely derailed this podcast. <laughs> um, so, I had a point. Where it was like, oh, yes. Um, so, okay, she so has she has a kid. She, There's a time skip. Vlad has a child. With Sorsha. With Sorsha. If the child doesn't leave, because the Hinge Scrolls aren't officially canon. We, we don't know 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, if she doesn't leave, the Empress is going to want to kill that baby. Oh yeah, no, definitely. That baby is dead. So what if the um, the um, the Umbre, who are Umbrian, whatever they're called, the Umbrians, yeah, yeah, the Umbrians, who happen to be, um, Vlad happens to be the um, prince king flash he, he, thing. He is the great prince of the Umbres, and yeah. he's also considered the king, the rightful king of Umbre. Yes, and and he got squished. And so what if people don't realize that he is not actually dead and the Umbri realizing that Kador is now weak or weak declare themselves a nation and his daughter the new heir Ooh. but 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 before Vlad got squished he had time to make an heir with the queen who is now declared his son with her the new heir to all Kador and then we have a Vlad baby civil war that would be awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. A Vlad baby sword. Yes, yes. That, I, that, that's kind of where I was going with that, but yeah. your idea is far better than what I had. My gosh. So you, oh, so like, and th- that's when the Empress would have the babies during that time skip. Vlad's too injured to do anything about hey, everybody it. Everybody thinks he's gone. Yeah, the, the nobles could have acted on their own or like the old witch oh, just oh, being oh, like, oh, here's oh, what oh, we're going to do. Sh- 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 okay. And then 
the Umbre come up to Lael, which basically doesn't exist anymore. And we know the queen of, um, of Lael is an idiot. And they're like, hey, if you come join us and rebel against Kador, we'll make you a nation again. And she's like, yes. We'll, and we'll help she, you rebuild or yeah. something. And yeah. then she goes yeah. and orders Ashlyn to go fight with the Kadorans. <laughs> that oh if that ever happened like just imagine how pissed she'd be and Ashlyn would be like I don't want to do this and she's like you're my sword get going you are the sword of my nation and my sword is now with them so get going and, and you don't you don't even have to come up with a separate faction. You can do it like 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 you did with the Northkin, where you could just declare people. Um, oh yeah yeah you you just you added as a type. So you, oh then you wouldn't even have to. Wait a minute wait a minute. So you're saying. We we have the Orgoth invasion. We have the Infernals. No. And and I, then, I don't I don't care about that. No 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 no. From from a production standpoint, if Privateer Press actually did this, they would have to do a production. It would have to be a new faction. What if the new faction was Kador? It was just <laughs> Umbrians and non-Umbrians. They're still Kadorans. They still all work. And, or and even just a could, theme could, force. Yeah, you could make it a theme force. You could make the um the, the Kadorian, Umbrian, or you could even make it a, a mercenaries, but I think a theme. And then you could you could declare on the card where it's like Umbrian casters. We'd have to make Umbrian casters. Who would be Umbrian casters? Uh, Vlad. <laughs> yeah. All three Vlads. Yeah. And then, like, one or two Sorsha. horse lords. Oh, yeah, Sorsha. Sorsha. She she would probably do that because she's now wanted dead by the Empress. Oh. So oh. she has nowhere to go. Would you make new Would you make new Umbrian casters? Umbrian casters? Yeah, there would be a couple horse lord casters. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if they would have to be mounted because they're Umbrian. Oh, that means you would have more mounted infantry for Kador. And some we, would be Umbrian, some would be Kadoran. Maybe you just type it as both. Yeah, and then like if and and you know what you could do? You could release this as a narrative event. A narrative ooh, a narrative event as a brand new faction the Privateer Press could just invent with already existing models to and, sell already existing models. And, and in the theme list, you can say that you can use Ashlyn as a Kadoran caster. What oh <laughs> because the alliance. Yeah. Wait a minute, so and you could also have Leilise models. Mm-hmm. Umbrian and Leilise models. So that... And and the, the, the glory of all of this is the fact that they're a Winterguard loyal to Sorsha. So they would yeah. go with Sorsha. So That's then you true. could use Winterguard on both sides. And you could even probably use some Man of War on both sides. Because she's in a Man of War, so you're going to have loyal Man of War, Winterguard, the Ulans, uh, probably other cavalry models... In addition to Leilis models, maybe the new faction would have like a Kadoran, like an Umbrian, excuse me, an Umbrian pure nation army. The Leilis models, I don't know what you'd call that. And then a mixture? It doesn't even have to be a whole new faction. Think no. about it, because right now they're really big into subtitles. Like like the Trollkins have the Northkin. Yeah. And, um, and so they could be basically be just that. So it would be a, a brand new release of a faction, but it would only have, like, two themes, which is fine, because most mini factions only have that. And they, think of how many models they could sell of the Kadorans that are now Umbrians. Uh, just like, hey, paint them different colors. There you go. It's Umbrian. And, um, like, you would only have to probably release, like, maybe two or three cavalry or um, 
Um, Probably two units, like a, two cavalry units, and then like a light skirmish unit of some, some kind. solos and some casters. Yeah, solos and casters. There you go. Make it happen, Privateer Press. This is a wonderful idea. And then, oh my gosh, and then in the middle of the Civil War, time skip has happened. Civil War is going on. Um, you know, because the weakened states and whatnot, Signar can't do anything about this because they're so busy rounding up the protectorate. Yeah, they're they're routing out all the infernalists because, and the protectorate. And see, it's the same thing about it. The protectorate have packed up and they've left. So now there's a big old ass empty kingdom over there. So, um, and Julian <sighs> is an idiot. So I mean, they'll they'll probably be like, we have to go clean up his mess. Let's go, you know, because the protectorate used to be part of Signar. They can go. Yeah. Well, it's technically still a protectorate on paper. But there's, like, nothing there except Infernalists. They can go, they, they gotta go walk down there and, and, and bring it back into the fold. So Signor's busy doing its own damn thing. And Ord is too busy putting back to the pieces because that's what Ord does. No one else gives a damn, so Kador is left to its own against Umbre and Lael, which, I mean, and then on top of all and that... I don't even care who wins. They can lose. It's just a good story. It is. And, and then, and then... You have the Orgoth invasion right in the middle of all of that. Yeah, but they've probably got the story already written. Well, yeah, of course they have the story already written. That's just how they do things now. But I mean, I'm that, that would have. I'm headcanoning this war. Okay, we will headcanon this war. And you should too. We can make a narrative event, a a a um alternate storyline because Privateer Press is apparently big into that now, uh, with the Warcaster stuff, an alternate storyline of what should have happened, Kingdom of Umbre. Kingdom of Umbre. And, uh... Yeah, that's a wrap. Have a good night. <laughs> no. you, 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 you need to go reach out to your to your sources of, of smarter people and, and have them help us make Umbre casters. Yeah, Umbre casters, a narrative event. I mean, even if that's all it is, it's just a, a community narrative event of... I mean, if it's just you and me, it's in a, a community of two. Well, we can... Uh, we have friends. We have at least two friends that we can... Oh, yeah. uh, three, because... Tarantula boy... He's not anymore. Well, no, that's that's I can't. He doesn't have a name. Yoshi. Oh, Yoshi. Yes. You want me to call him Yoshi? Well, we've already called him that before. It's just okay. been a long time since we've ever okay. mentioned so, him. So yeah, we've got Yoshi, the Godfather, and that guy. This guy. This guy. Yes. So well, that's that's three people besides you, you and me. Yep. So that's five, and then we also have Logan. Uh, if we catch him on a day off, so that's six. Hey, there you go. That's enough for a tournament. And um, you, you're in, you're in touch with some people down south. Yep. I mean, they might be interested in a narrative event. Another, another narrative event, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that, that's that's not a bad idea. We should really make that happen. I think there's enough room at the new shop location. Yes, there absolutely is. At their new location, our local shop moved to a bigger place, and instead of having space for like. Maybe five games. Now they have space for like probably ten War Machine games going at the same time. Yeah. In fact, they already have the tables for it. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. No, that's that's cool. That's that's interesting. Okay. So and, and I'm so much more excited about this than I am the Or. I'm just not. I mean, I mean, they're jumping around with flags and they're like Orga, and I'm just like and. <laughs> The Orgoth have come and left. What's new? Well, they, they, they have constructs now. It's like they had stone-looking sort of warriors before. Well, they weren't actually, but I you just, know. You know, I just, I'm not, um, like, like, 
I think it's cool. I like what they've done with what's coming out. Yeah, I, I, I understand. You haven't seen what they look like yet. I, that's true. I haven't. I like the description. I like what we have been spoiled so far. Hopefully it you know, holds up and it's not all hype train like it was in the past with well, you certain understand other me. factions. If I'm not worried about something, I'm not in a good place. <laughs> That's true. You must always find something to be worried about. It seems. Yes. So. And I just, I, I've, I've decided that, that, that for right now, I am in a general state of meh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I like the idea of what they have going on with the Orgoth, with the yeah. Gothic Vikings, and whatnot. It makes sense for the aesthetic we've seen so far. Um, I find their idea of warcasters a bit disappointing. I would have liked I mean, to see actual battlefield commanders. Yeah. They could have even just called them battlefield commanders or warlords or something. I mean, they're technically just like the warcaster, warcaster, warcaster. Yeah, that yeah, the, you, the warcaster you know, from warcaster. You know, back back it up while you're talking about that. Okay. They're not warcasters, they're locks. They're locks. They're warlocks. <laughs> I was waiting on you to catch me on that. Uh, I, 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 you will not change my mind. <laughs> They're warlocks. Uh, you, you, and, and you make a good point. You, re- you really did last curse episode. you, Private Press, for taking away and giving our warlockness to freaking War Machine. Yeah, I... We don't get enough fancies. I mean, I don't know where they're going to go after this. Seriously, with the Orgoth invasion. But here, here's the other the, thing. The Orgoth re-invasion. Re-invasion. You, you were talking the other day when we were talking that they should have just ended this era and called it and then started the New Kingdom That's era. true. That's true. So my my opinion was that the, um, the Oblivion would end the old Iron Kingdoms. Sure, we, we defeat the Infernalists in the end. We send them packing. But now the nations are so <laughs> so broken. You keep talking. You're going to laugh when I tell you what it is. Okay. The kingdoms are so... <laughs> there's... Okay. Are you ready? I, I'm derailed, sure. <laughs> it's really funny, Rudy. Okay. Okay, so Vlad, you know, right? In our new little headcanon, well, he's got a he's got a child with Sorsha. Yes. And he's got a t- child with the queen. Yes. And they're both heirs to separate things. Yes. What if the queen of Leo <laughs> went to Black to get an heir of her own for Leo? <laughs> what? I mean, what? These, these hey, you're making heirs for everyone else. Can you make me for one too? Meanwhile, Julian's off to side, going, "Stay away from me." <laughs> the, the king of Ord already has one, so he's like, "I'm good." <laughs> you know what? That's what he just. <laughs> Jillian and Vlad. All right, someone's going to make a yowie of that one now. Oh, yes. Our listeners hate us now. <laughs> like they didn't already. 
Oh, gosh. Which, by the way, thank you all for listening to us over the last year. If we haven't stated that before. Um, I don't know why what we did to deserve so many followers um, that we've got so far. Uh, random plug here about us. But thank you so much for listening. I'm glad you find this entertaining. I'm sorry. I oh. I, I, I know it's just a headcanon, but, like, literally, I mean, he's he's technically a king in his own right. Then he goes and he marries he the is. empress, and presumably, because she's neat, she's getting up there in age, and the, she The only reason why she did it is she needs an heir, and he was the only logical choice. Yeah, because if she has his baby, then technically that baby um, has a claim to the, king, to the kingdom of Umbreon, and it would help... St- solidify and keep the Umbrians from rebelling. But yes. because he has had a child with Sarsha, and if this child doesn't you know, go through the portal, then that leaves that child available to become the new heir to Umbria. Yes, and Umbra, the Umbrians are have and, and if the Umbrian, wanted that so bad. Yeah, and if the Umbrians are like, wait a second, you had a baby, not with the queen? We're on board, get that baby. Yeah, like, if the think about it, and the reason why we brought it up is if, if Vlad's not in the picture, or even if he is, the lords of Umbre are going to want to get a hold of that child and, and keep it safe. Vlad was squished in the lore. Yes, he was squished. We're, we're just assuming that that actually did happen and just didn't and kill him because of not reasons. If he's not squishy dead and he's recovering somewhere, recuperating somewhere, then that makes, you know, the, the lords of Umbre are like, well, our king is gone. Wait, look, baby! Yeah, I was like... We might we might have lost our king, but there's a and, queen in the making. And and think about it, the the, the kingdom right now, Kador, all of them are reeling from what happened. This is a perfect time to rebel. It is. In fact, it'd probably be the only logical time. Kador is so weakened over so much war that's been going on. <gasps> I'm sorry, with the whole okay. I I my brain goes like eighty places at once. I'm off topic and I'm back onto the Eldridge. You're going to have to come over to Legion. Uh, uh, I mean... I mean, seriously, do you want to worship Gorshade as a god, or you want to come over and hang out with me in Everblight? Everblight does sound funner, but I've <laughs> always had a hard-on for Gorshade ever since I came across him in Crix. <laughs> so... Yes, I did actually just say that. Oh, uh, I, I've oh, that be, between so much. him and Scar, those are my two favorite casters of Cricks. Back in Mark One, that's I've the never majority seen of you even played. I've never seen you even look at Cricks. That that's because I was in back in Mark One, and in Mark Two, I wasn't interested in him because I was having too much fun doing other things. And now in Mark Three, again, I'm too interested in doing other things. Yeah, but I have but always are been. You, are you? Are you? Are you really ready? them to ruin retribution no i'm not ready for them to ruin retribution i'm on board with the retribution players who are like this may be canon to privateer press but not to us uh i'm i'm definitely going to be one of those i will will not buy you any eldritch models boycott the eldritch models make them get rid of them Uh, that 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 won't work Mm -hmm. they'll just do what they did to um the uh cephalix they're still there they just won't make them a full faction. Just ignore them. Ignore the Eldritch models. Yeah, that's... that's. And, yeah, because they... I mean, nobody wanted to play Sufflix, so they just dropped Sufflix out of the story. I mean, they could do the same thing with the Eldritch. Yeah. They just drop it out of the story. Nobody talks about them. Yeah, but... Uh, okay, since, since we're on the topic and we're going to talk about it, 
I, I, how long have we been I really have no here? idea where we're at on time. Um, not no, even an hour. We're, we're good. The um, Eldritch thing, I, I get where they're going with it. I, I understand. I hold don't. on, hold on. Pl okay. Please let me explain. I understand that they want to progress Gorshade's storyline. For whatever reason, they've chosen him. They should have just they, killed him. Well, that may be the case. That would have been a logical... I'm talking. You talk over me all the time. That's true. I do, and I, I apologize. Like when when I listen to my own pod, our own podcast, I'm like, Caster, shut up, Caster. She's trying to speak, Caster. Just just sit sit. Okay. Nope. Okay. Go go on. Anyways, um, I get mad at myself. Anyways, so um, the whole Eldritch thing, like I I understand they want to save the elves. They they want to advance the Iosin story. I get that. I don't think. The retribution needs saved. Not just retribution, the Iosins. I don't think they need saved. I understand going with a he's like, I am saved now, we're doing these things, and then looks around, really understands the political state of Ios and is like, This isn't going to work. We need to do something different, but I don't think that he needs to win. I would have been perfectly fine, personally. If he, you know, failed, he died, or was banished again, or something of those lines, um, they didn't need to go Eldritch. This, you know, the fact that Privateer Press has decided to, quote-unquote, save the Iosins by turning them all into undead abominations, that's... Eh, I don't they're know. turning... They're, they're gonna get rid of your faction, and they're gonna roll it into Crix? No, I don't think that's the case. Mm -hmm. that, that might be, though. You, you might be right, but I don't think so. I think well, the Iosins just becomes their own thing. Well, the Eldritches and, and the uh, Crixons are two different things. Okay, I I do not know from what I know about the story lore. I mean, maybe like one or two houses would go for it, but I cannot think of any of the casters that would go for that. Vire has been making a comeback for a long time, but they're still too weak compared to the House Guard alone, let alone Shail or the Elowir. See, I, I don't, I don't think the Shail, the Shail would go with that. I mean, they, they are very repentive about what happened before. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm being careful here. Some of you may already know what's going on, and you're like, oh, this happened or that happened. I'm being careful here because I, I have heard little snippets. But I haven't heard those enough from reliable sources to state them because, again, I haven't read it personally. So I, I don't know how they justify the whole process or how how it's supposed to happen. Well, there's a problem today with modern storytelling where they don't feel the need to justify it to you. It's kind of like if you read manga and the girl goes for the paper cardboard cutout when there's a much more interesting fellow standing over there, but because the author says she's going for the cutout, then she does. I have a problem with manga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, it, it's going to be interesting when when I do eventually get to that part of the lore. Um, I can state definitively, 100%, that the Eldritches are completely separate of the Crixons. Uh, Gorshade, when House Vire fell in that civil war, he went to the Iosin Eldritches that he knew where they were and were in hiding, and they converted him into an Eldritch before he went to Crix. He's like, hey, I'm already dead. I'm on your side. Let, let's make this work. And you know what else? I mean... You know, we haven't read it, but Nisser has always taken an active role with his people. Yes. He has always been very active, and I, 
you know, even though he, he's in a block vice, he has been very active in his with his people. He has a sword back. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I don't. Think, he wouldn't go for that. No. I mean, especially not not with the majority of his people being taken out by you know Everblight. I mean, he might not have a lot there, but he, if he saw that happening, he'd be like, "This is not the place for us. Back it up. We're leaving." Yeah. Or he would go over to freaking um, um, Skyrim and be like, "Hey, babe, have you looked outside?" Yeah, and she I, definitely wouldn't go for that. No, she wouldn't. I don't know if she has the strength or what her position is to do anything they about it. They would probably it. try to nope right out of there. Probably. Although, if th- if by the time he got... We're, we're getting into too many what-ifs. But it's... I don't know. That's kind of the state oh, of I, being I, right I now. Gorshade could not catch him. I mean, Everblight couldn't catch him. That's true. Everblight tried to get Nisser and failed miserably. Vale also tried and... Yeah. Meh. We'll talk about that later. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's a very interesting place in lore right now, and that's the thing is, no one really knows. So, Even with the second part yeah. of the uh, handhold going, it, it's in the new year. We plan to continue our podcast. We're not sure how, but we will find out. Yeah. Um. You know, Caster is looking forward to the Orgoth. I'm meh about the whole situation, but. I've been burned before by Brandeer Press. Yes. I'm not going to get my hopes up. So, we'll we'll see how things shake out. Um, I'm disappointed there's no lock and load this year. That would have been a great opportunity to really talk with Privateer Press, but they are going to be yeah, at other up, events. up near Seattle. True. Don't want to be too close to that place up north. Yeah, I'm just saying it. It would be very hard for them to have an event right now. No, they, I mean, they would have to host it somewhere, not Seattle. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't do it down in Portland either. No, not in Portland either. So that means it would be like Spokane or Yakima. Mm. Oh well. So yeah, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. There's a lot of interesting things that could happen. We know there's a lot of things going on right now with uh, other games from Privateer Press. Uh, Monster Apocalypse is really on a kick right now. They've been surging in popularity. We bought Monster Apocalypse. We did. We, we bought into it. We have a faction. We do. A one faction. The it's the aliens. I don't remember their name. We got Ma- them. Martian invasion or something. They were there. We got them when we got Arcade War. Yes. So I mean. We only have a single faction. <laughs> yeah, we don't have enough to play yet. Yeah. But we but, have it. Yeah. We, we we have actually purchased and own Monster Apocalypse. We do. And at some point we yes! gotta do Bodgers, but- by the way. I see the box sitting over there. We gotta do that. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna be working and you're gonna be working. Heaven knows when we'll find time. Well, maybe you Everblight and this guy knows. will have to do that. Everybody knows when we'll find the time. <laughs> Ever yeah. Yeah, of course he does. <laughs> and his blighty ways of finding yes. out things. Oh. So, I'm all like right. <laughs> I was just thinking, we only talked about Private Press. We had that big conversation in the car the other day when we were talking about Dragon Blight. Yeah, no, we... We really talk about... That's what we do. We talk about Privateer Press. We think yes. about Private, We are really involved in Privateer Press stuff. We, we talk about our, you know, all the stuff with the kids and whatnot regularly, so when we actually sit down and talk about something and it's not that, it's usually Privateer Press. Um, or, I mean, our weird headcanon was just like now and earlier, and then usually it's about like models and colors. Models, so. paint schemes, lore. 
Yeah, so there's a little bit more about us. <laughs> we have no lives. Hey. So, anyways, I think that's a good point oh, to leave off on. And in the new year, with my new spare time of not working in the evenings, I um, have been recording stuff to put up on our YouTube channel. So, once I get a hold of some editing software, there might be more stuff on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Mostly just about hobby stuff to do with models. Don't expect anything brilliant or amazing. Just random stuff. I find I'm more motivated to work when I'm recording myself. I tend to move faster. <laughs> well, that's good. But yeah, um, assembling models, painting models, hobby bits, that sort of thing. Yeah, I gotta finish putting together that stuff for you and then get back on crest for the godfather. Yep, yep. So, sounds good. Well, thank you all for joining us and our uh, first episode of the new year. And, uh, and we love having you here and hope to uh, you'll come back and, and listen to us again. Bye! Thank you for listening to this episode of War Nouns. If you'd like to contact us, I put our Gmail and Twitter info in the show notes. You can also find there a list of all relevant resources or shoutouts we mention or use for today's cast. There will also be a link to our Ko-fi if you feel so inclined to make a donation to our caffeine habits. And lastly, if you want to learn more about our intro or outro music, you can find a link to Prodless on Bandcamp. 